Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurser. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao for another live stream on a Thursday evening. Wala pa rin si Roma. ASH still on his academic break, but an advanced happy Halloween to everybody wherever or however you're celebrating Halloween. Obviously, di kami nakiride this year because none of us are in costume, but we're gonna do our best to try to keep the spirit of Halloween alive as we break down the week in wrestling. Uh, how's everybody? Thank you so much for joining us uh, in, the, in the comment section on Kumu uh, if you're catching the audio only version on Spotify thank you so much hope that uh, your Thursday or your Friday has been kind to you uh, don't forget to leave us a 5 star rating by the way on Spotify in case uh, you haven't done that yet and please make sure to subscribe so you get all the updates from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast feed oh Ro si Kyle binabati niya yung gun show okay. na dinala mo <laughs> baka, baka makakuha pa tayo ng more diamonds this way no. you know so is that, ano, is that our idea of thirst trapping people now no, I just I was really uh, too lazy to put on a, a t-shirt. <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently hey, Glenville he's if not it, cosplaying Max more, Caster. If it gets us more diamonds, then it it, it would have <laughs> all worked out. <laughs> you go, Chino. I don't attempt more a Halloween costume. Uh, I am going to dress up as an updated wrestling watcher. <laughs> Gawa tayo ng meme yung ano yung 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 costume ano yung costume set na ano yung meme ano, ah, yeah yeah what, yeah that meme although I don't I know that. what ano, wrestling fan wrestling fan yeah anyway yeah yeah uh, so clearly hindi kami Halloween themed for this year uh, yeah. maybe maybe in a, in a few years pag pumatak na sa Halloween yung Thursday live stream I mean nakakatakot na yung real world eh di ba kailangan <laughs> pa ba natin magpretend na nakakatakot siya yeah <laughs> so, I mean you know, parang lagi may nagbabadyang crisis or like war or whatever you know so Anyway, yeah. uh, we got a lot to talk about And we already gave you a teaser on social media About the things that we're discussing for tonight But let's start by inviting you once again To be part of our patron program We've got a couple of new patrons Really big thanks to everybody Who's really become part of this Growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community 
Yeah, Lan said it best. Halloween costume, a really scary one, is bills to pay. We got bills to pay. So if you want to support us and join a couple of watch parties along the way, all you got to do is support the podcast by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as five dollars, which is or around three hundred. But a buwabani lang yung dollar hand. Oi, buti naman. Fifty-eight na siya compared to fifty-nine. <laughs> but yeah, um, hey, a peso is a peso. Though. Yeah, exactly, diba? So for that amount, you get to join our crown jewel watch party, which we will now do uh, sa gabi, kasi mas masaya that way uh, on on November six Sunday, and also um, tawag dun, uh, full games. gear full. Uh, no, Full Gear, then War Games, uh, which is also coming next month. So a bunch of shows happening in November. You can be a part of that by subscribing to Patreon. You get access to our Discord community where we talk about a, a bunch of stuff, wrestling, sports, fashion, uh, TV shows, movies, memes, a whole bunch of things. And where we also do watch parties, you get exclusive access to our review content, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, pay-per-views, PLEs, all of that. We talk about it. We review it. Uh, we also get merch. Uh, you also get merch. Putting a pause on our T-shirt line for now. We won't show, we won't push it as much. But if you want to buy a shirt, that's also fine. For now, you get face masks. And malapit na Black Friday. We're also preparing. We're gathering the bun- the merch we want to buy from places like WWE Shop, Shop AEW, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, even Suplex, maybe a bunch of other stores as well. So uh, if you want to be a part of that Pasabai, you can be a part of the Patreon again. Uh, subscribe to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. The link is there scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Uh, please support us if you can, if you like what we do. You know what Yeah. Uh, sa akin ko lang sinabi ni Ro about the PLEs. For Crown Jewel, it starts at midnight. Uh, Philippine Standard Time. So midnight ng November 6. So walang tulogan, Master Showman tayo on November 6 for, you know, those of you joining the watch party. Alright, let's start with some news outside the ring. And this one is pretty big uh, because we didn't add this until like a couple of hours ago. And ang bali-balita, rumors and innuendo, say that Triple H is reportedly softening towards uh, the, the disinterest or medyo nag-open na yung possibility daw na baka i-bring back nila si CM Punk to WWE. I don't really know anything about this other than uh, what I read from WrestleVotes. So this is uh, this is pretty huge kung totoo. What do you guys think about this? Because uh, this is not something that was on our bingo cards as recently as last month or two months ago. Yeah, see, so wrestle votes though, so uh, he kind of gets things right a lot of the time. Uh, so I I won't discount this just yet. Also, it's not that surprising because uh, Triple H is a businessman and he's also the businessman. So uh, if he wants to pull a Vince and reconcile and you know rebuild bridges with CM Punk, then it's kind of hard to disagree with that. Pero uh, a lot of other things are in play here. One is that Punk is a liability for now. Like it's not good business sense to bring back a guy who will likely not be, you know, fully into it again. Especially when he left it so, uh, so negatively a whole bunch of years ago, and. It, it's only a matter of time before he blows up again, unless he is super happy somehow. The second thing is related to that. Punk doesn't even like Triple H, so why would he? I don't think he would um, consider this, 
even if they paid him a whole bunch of money to do it. Because they paid him a whole bunch of money to go to AEW, and he still didn't like it either. So what's to stop him from, you know, being toxic here? Hey, Chino, do you want to see Punk back in WWE? I do, because I remember... Okay, medyo complicated din yung sagot, sagot dyan sa question yan. Because while on one hand, you remember CM Punk making a name for himself during that time of WWE history... There's another more recent history that says punk is problematic, diba? Dun, and then pumapasok yung issues na nakakuha niya backstage, why he had to go, why um why they're trying to buy out his contract. So medyo complicated situation pa rin siya. Also, Russell Votes also said in that same article na hindi pa final yung buyout. They're still trying to figure out the non-compete clause dun sa buyout deal na ginagawa ngayon ni CM Punk, which means that if this rumor actually has legs to stand off, AEW can easily cut the legs right out of that deal. And mahirapan sila kunin si CM Punk ulit. However, if Punk does end up in the WWE again, let's all remember that this is a different uh, landscape now. And yung mga kasabayan ni CM Punk dati, Halos wala na din sa WWE. It's been a good seven years. So I don't know what the backstage is like back then and right now. Pero at the very least, yung mga wrestlers na naabutan niya, halos wala na din. One or two faces still stayed behind. But that's about it. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of dynamic they can get if indeed matuloy itong deal na to. That's a good point that you brought up, Chino. So I'm going to throw the row here and ask, do you think Punk can hang with the WWE roster of today if he were to actually return? Yeah. Uh, he, he did just fine with the guys at AEW. So there's no big difference from the guys in AEW and the guys in WWE. In fact, I might, you know, you might even say that must align to the guys at WWE because they don't go as crazy uh, as the guys in AEW. So... Uh, maybe the guys in WWE also listen more than Hangman Page does. So I don't think um, hanging in there is going to be a problem for him. I just really would like him to stop calling himself the best in the world because hey, he is clearly not at this point. Not even Chris Jericho is the best in the world at this at his age. So uh, there's that. Yeah, people in the comments made a mixed reaction. Some people are, uh, are are cool with the idea of Punk going back to WWE. Others saying that maybe he should stay away. Maybe he should just retire and ride off into the sunset. Uh, if you're listening to this on the audio-only version, let us know what you think at uh, Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. Do you guys want to move on to the next one? Or may you Sabine about uh, the idea that Triple H might be open to bringing Punk back? Uh, let's talk about Larry real quick. Uh, apparently, the injured said Larry oh uh, in, the, in in brawl out. He had to have a few, a couple of teeth removed. Uh, as a dog owner, having teeth removed isn't like the worst thing that can happen to a dog. But I kind of wonder what happened in that fight that. I don't know about you, Chino. I, I, uh, no one on the podcast used that word on A-Steel. <laughs> I did anyway. So, <laughs> alright. Anyway, so we're Saying hey to Tanichi who sent us hello hello on Kumu. What's up, hey, man? Hey, thank you. Oi, salamat Tanichi. You are now a regular on Kumu, so welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for being a part of our family. 
So thank you for you know, for supporting us. All right. Uh, sticking with the news from outside the ring, may balibalita rin that Hell in a Cell is reportedly done as a PLE. So uh, this one's also making the rounds right now. Ang balibalita is that uh, Triple H, who's running creative in WWE, uh, reportedly doesn't really feel like gimmick pay-per-views have a place anymore in this era of the WWE that we live in. So what do you think about this one? Uh, you know, we talked about this a while back no. During the, one of the live yeah. streams about uh, gimmick pay per views place on on in current wrestling diaspora, I guess you could say. And for me, I like watching the gimmick pay per views. You know, extreme rules. You know, elimination chamber. But the TLC, right? but the, the TLCs of the WWE. Because because I like that kind of action. But however, gets good man na. There are no stakes sometimes when it comes to a hell in a cell. Just look like just look at all five of Shane McMahon's hell in a cell matches. <laughs> sometimes when that's not business being a hell in a cell match, but they just had to happen because then dun sa calendar. So I get why he feels nakidan, why Triple H feels nakidan baguin yung whole resting pay-per-view calendar na, or resting uh PLE calendar in WWE. Kasi update and I remember seeing something a while back on TikTok about how the WWE is going to try and bring back a lot of the older uh, one-shot pay-per-views. So we might get to see Evolution again, which I am excited for. Because yun yung one pay-per-view na nalungkot ako na hindi na naulat that It's like Vince just threw the ladies a bone and then yun na yun. So sayang naman, sana maulat yun. Sana totoo yung nakita sa TikTok. And and you know, sana makakuha pa tayo ng more quality pay-per-views out of this change. Yeah, um uh Sakto, um you know, you guys know if you've been listening to the show for a while now, you know I hate this. I hate gimmick pay-per-views, uh, especially Hell in a Cell because I pilit na pilit you Hell in a Cell. Um they just got lucky about uh, when they had Seth versus Cody on this year because that started at WrestleMania and then it so happened that naglanding siya, tumayin yeah. siya sa Hell in a Cell in June. Maybe third match. But, yeah, but otherwise, uh, for a lot of the other matches in its decade-long, around decade-long history as a pay-per-view, it really hasn't banged the same way. Uh, so good riddance, Hell in a Cell. Um, let's hope that the others go away as well. Uh, also worth bringing up, as part of this update, uh, Meltzer has also brought up the fact that they are considering bringing back King of the Ring as a pay-per-view. So uh, the only reason why uh, Triple uh, Vince McMahon got rid of it in 2003, I believe, was that he didn't want as a big pay-per-view that draws ratings. But it's clear everyone misses King of the Ring. People like the prestige of having the King of, King of the Ring tournament. Um, as someone who didn't really grow up with it and uh, miss out on it, you know, after the ruthless aggression era. I kind of want it back. Um, it's weird that they do that on SmackDown and Raw. Uh, it would I would re- really much like to see that. And then, you know, give the King of the Ring winner, the King of the Ring, the actual king, uh, a big prestigious prize, like a, ti- a championship match. Sana hindi siya stupid British accent for the year. Yes, yes. It actually has some gravity to it. Yes, to, exactly. to be fair, so, King Corbin didn't have the accent. 
No, I mean, I you mean, know. But yes, it's, it, he's an outlier. Kung ipagbabasiyan mo yung nine other kings of the ring, <laughs> di ba? Even Xavier Woods tried to pull off an accent to Nanado siya. Yeah, yeah, just, I remember. Di ba parang hindi siya, wala siyang gravity. Parang it's just, a, parang, it's, parang yung British monarchy. <laughs> king ka doon pero wala ka naman power so parang gets mo yun kailangan may gravity talaga siya eh. kasi to me that's what makes it special diba? that's what may, will make me care about the king of the ring kasi kung magbe-British patrician ka lang the, for like a year and a half then I don't really care for it I uh, I remember going through my Wikipedia of the old King of the Ring pay-per-views before we became fans of Wrestling Row, and I didn't really like how the entire tournament happened during the pay-per-view. So I, I think if the King of the Ring uh, were to become a premium live event, I would rather just be the finals of the King of the Ring and the Queen's Court. Yun lang. Yeah. And then the rest of the matches leading up to the finals, you can make it th- uh, take place on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, or you know, you just do the semifinals and then the finals uh, paper. For the end. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't need to have the whole thing on there. Oh, nakakasuya din yun, di ba? Yeah, it's also a bunch of short matches as well. So I'm sure Triple H can find a way to update it for the modern wrestling fan. For sure, for sure. So let us know what you think about the idea of King of the Ring becoming a premium live event for 2023. And while you do that, our last bit of news from outside the ring concerns one machine gun Carl Anderson and how he's in the news because of a double booking situation. So uh, we found out over the last couple of weeks that the Good Brothers are booked for a crown jewel in Saudi Arabia. That's on November 5. Uh, so it's going to be the OC versus the Judgment Day in a six-man tag team match. Uh, but apparently that same weekend, my booking din dapat si Carl Anderson in New Japan where he's supposed to defend the Never Openweight Championship. Medyo magulo na to because now New Japan has come out with a press release regarding the double booking situation. Uh, Sina Anderson and Gallows also did their own little video on Twitter. Although I'm not sure which bit of, of that video is kayfabe and which one is a shoot. Di uh, natin alam. Uh, so I guess let's uh, start first by breaking down the specifics because... Ang sinabi ng Fightful Select in their report this week was that New Japan was already aware of the Good Brothers going back to WWE as far back as August. So, dun palang alam na nila na freelancing situation in Agalos and Anderson. And yet, uh, Anderson was still given the Never Open Weight Championship, which led to this situation we have here. So, I'm gonna start with you, Ro. Is anyone at fault with this entire situation taking place? Yeah, see, Uncle Carl is at fault here because he already knew. He was already booked. They already booked that match before they came back a couple of weeks ago on Raw. Everyone knew that there was a title defense happening on November 5 on that Battle Autumn show. So there was really no reason for him to suddenly prioritize the Crown Jewel booking. Just because there's a lot involved in uh, He gave his word, man. Um in wrestling, you do as much as you can to keep your word when it comes to these uh, other bookings, especially when you get signed to a bigger company. Um, as as much as possible, the bigger company will uh, let you finish up these bookings before you know before you fully commit to them. So uh, they could have easily worked around the fact that they had to do a six man tag at Crown Jewel versus Judgment Day. Like they couldn't have. They could have just postponed that to war games, diba? So, um, talagang may kasalanan dun si Carl and may karapatan si NJPW na magalit. Kasi they were first. They booked it first. Even though they knew that um, they were coming back to WWE, 
they didn't know when that was going to happen. It's not like I, I don't think they knew exactly when. And if they didn't know that, they wouldn't be able to make that booking. They probably wouldn't have booked it as well. So, parang honor the commitment is all I'm saying. He had to honor the commitment. Chino, how would you rectify something like this? Because it's not every day that we have a situation like this where a wrestler who's now regularly appearing in WWE is all of a sudden double booked with another big promotion. Oh, okay. interesting again. Because uh, we just saw Carl, and Carl Anderson uh, on TV for the WWE. Uh, I, I'm going to side with Ro here and say have him honor his NJPW commitment. Uh, make the thing on Crown Jewel a handicap match. Extend the feud a little bit more. Para lang magawa ni Carl Anderson yung unang uh, inagrihan niya. Because at the end of the day, man, he, he's only as good as his word right now. And sana, sana ma-rectify na to, na to in a civil manner because this could also affect the potential NJPW-WWE relations that we were so excited about a few weeks ago. So, Hopefully, hindi to makasira dun sa forbidden door, quote unquote, that's happening, that's being built on that side of the world. Uh, however, gets ko din na at the end of the day, si Carl Anderson lang talaga yung makakasolve ng problema niya. Eh. Because he was the one who agreed to the bookings. Diba? It's not like NJPW did this on purpose. Nauna sila, in fact. So I'm going to say he has to honor the booking. And WWE can uh, give a little creative leeway so that he can do that. Yeah, uh, it's very weird that this all went down because when the Good Brothers came back a couple of weeks ago, ni retweet pa ng NJPW World yung tweet ng WWE. So all of us were thinking, wow, is there a potential working relationship here since Carl Anderson still never opened weight champ? And then, you know, fast forward to today where it seems like. Uh, there, there is an actual conflict of uh, conflict of interest because of the double booking. So wait and see, tayo ano mangyayari. And uh, I'm with you, Chino. I, I do hope that it gets resolved to a point where relationships between these two companies aren't strained at all. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you know, when they retweeted that tweet, alam na Carl wasn't gonna decide to, you know, uh, not honor his booking for November five. So. Uh, you know, it just doesn't drive you crazy just how fast the night changes. <laughs> All right. Nah, not thrown off on one direction reference in. All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about some stuff that happened on Raw, SmackDown, and we'll be breaking down Halloween Havoc. But first, let's hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Tanichi says, uh, hindi na relevant yung King of the Ring. 
tournament. When when you say King of the Ring, he see, he still thinks of King Booker. Uh, yeah, that's kind of old. You know, you know. I mean, the last prominent King of the Ring was really Corbin and then <laughs> Woods. So, uh, yeah, maybe they can um, make it a little more prestigious again. Yeah, you know, thank you for every to everyone who is uh, watching on Kumu saying hey to Nick Cabales, um, everyone else. Uh, please keep smashing those hearts. Please keep sending us stickers if you can. We are at 1,500 likes and counting. And yeah, just uh, let everyone know that you like the wrestling talk on Kumu. All right. Uh, let's go to Raw. And the show closed with a wild card addition to the women's roster. Okay, fine. Not really an addition, but a wild card return because Nikki Cross, when we last saw her on TV, she was partnering with Dewdrop. Uh, she was still doing the ASH thing. And then they were kind of arguing to the side right around the time that Dexter Loomis was beginning to pop up backstage. And now all of a sudden, wala na yung ASH gimmick, wala na yung mask. Nikki just. Uh, Interfered in the Bianca Bailey main event. First, she interfered to help Bailey, and then at the end, she attacked Bailey. So, I guess the question on everyone's mind is, what is Nikki Cross's deal right now? Mm, it looks like a return to the sanity gimmick. I think uh, Dewdrop, uh, Roman J brought up Dewdrop as well. I think uh, a repackage is also coming for Dewdrop. But as Shempa Inun and say Nikki Cross, um, uh, I guess they realized that the Nikki A.S.H. was the character was mishandled by Vince, and now it's not really going anywhere. Um, okay, lang. Um, my bigger problem with the women's division is that everything is revolving around <laughs> damage control. Like they're lump, they're starting to lump every er, a lot of the women on Raw in the same segment. Nah, even Candice, which uh, who debuted. Um, at first, separate siya. Tapos ngayon, nasali na siya sa ano, damage control feud. And now, Nikki Cross is also nasali sa damage control feud. So that's my bigger problem. That, that's, it's possible to write other stories that don't involve Bianca Belair and damage control here. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, one day we'll get more than one prominent women's story on Raw. And that would involve Nikki Cross as well. Is that a problem for you, Chino, now all of the stories seem to be revolving around damage control? Because to me, it, it makes the championships feel more important because if it revolves around damage control, it shows you now everyone's angling for the tag championships or everyone's going after Bianca because she's the women's champion. Teka, gusto ko lang i-call out tong si Kyle. Tinatanong niya kung kailan daw drop ni Rowan yung ASA. Well, he has to come back from leave first. Yeah. Oo nga. And shake so off the pod rust. So the ball is in his court. Anyway... I uh, I don't have a problem with that because the Shield also had that same uh, scenario when they all had the titles, de ba? Dumating din sa granted mas malaki yung pool ng men's roster kaysa sa women's roster. But I, I honestly don't have a problem with Tamakastad. I like it when people are actually gunning for titles. Um, you know that you, it turns the sports entertainment towards the sportier side. Of, of things, the boxing gusto mo maging champion, gusto mo manalo, want to be on top. So that that part I like. I don't get, however, what why they started just retconning Nikki Cross all of a sudden. Pang feeling ko out of the both of them, mas kailangan ni do drop yung retcon, kasi yung siya talaga hindi siya pick up at all ever since her debut, de ba? We I and I honestly feel, feel na mas Malaki, mas maganda sana kung inuna na nila si Doodrop for that fresher face 
and still and not keep Nikki Cross as Nikki Ash, but still give Dewdrop a little bit more of the rub. Then again, you could argue that Dewdrop, as she was being presented over the last, I guess, half year before she disappeared off TV, was pretty much Piper Niven. Nakataon lang na Dewdrop yung name niya, but she stopped doing this. She didn't have that bubblegum pop theme song anymore. So it really was just Piper Niven under a different name. Pwede din, pero at the same time, mas madali mong i-retcon yun eh. Kasi dito sa whole 180 degree turn, Nikki Cross because Nikki Cross and Nikki Ash are two completely different people. I get I get what Chino's saying. Um, hindi ko rin gusto yung Dewdrop. Like I would much rather they uh, changed yeah. Dewdrop's name first and went back to Piper Niven before doing something with Nikki Ash. To me, I said no. I I I like the Nikki Ash gimmick. I thought that that was salvageable. They just it's just a matter of do you want to salvage it enough? But that's just me. I do agree that both of them do need to be rehabbed. Pero one can be rehabbed in a different way than the other. And I think uh, Dewdrop was a force waiting to be tapped uh, properly. And uh, oh, I'm a big Dewdrop fan, a pi- big Piper Niven fan. So I kind of get where Chino's coming from. I do want them to uh, make her a big deal first. I'm also a big uh, Nikki A.S.H. fan here. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, idea niya yun, eh, diba? Yung almost a uh, superhero. Uh, she came from, from the talent herself. So, maganda sana kung ma-salvage na yun because it's a very original concept. It's also a concept that has a lot of leeway in terms of story arcs, diba? Whereas this one, hindi ko makikita yung, cur- yung arc niya na baliw siya and then... He, he, I have Sanity. a hard time seeing the uh, potential for it. Right? Feeling so, feeling, uh, feeling Triple H just went just like his original sanity idea and yeah. just went back to that because yun yung pet project sa NXT. And our last point on Nikki before we move on, Wilson says, could this be a setup for war games? Because kung heal si Nikki and if she for some reason sides with damage control after attacking Bailey, it would make for four heals against four baby faces in Bianca, probably Asuka and Alexa if they bring them back, and then Candice LeRae. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I am not sure if this is headed to war games because I think they wrapped up the Bailey Bianca thing with this. Uh, I think it looks like a transition to a new feud. I don't quite know where it's headed, but I do think that it's either Nikki versus Bailey or Nikki versus Bianca. It looks more like Nikki versus Bailey. So, uh, buti naman may forward momentum na because we've been stuck in this feud since SummerSlam. Uh, maybe I don't know. Man, war games right now still pretty hard to predict, and I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I, I like it to say it's it's not as expected. Uh, it's so mad, pwede ka pa ma-surprise eh. So I don't know if this does lead to war games. It would be nice kung mag war games yun, but uh, it's still too hard for me to tell. All right. Uh, sticking with Raw here, eto, uh, there's a secret that Johnny Gargano has been teasing over the last couple of weeks, and they've done, uh, they've built it up to a point where it's gotten pretty intriguing. Now we want to know, ano ba talagang ginawa ni Miz? Bakit nagagalit sa kanya si Dexter Loomis? So, uh, do you guys have any guesses, any ideas about what this could have all come from or where this could all be stemming from? This this came out of the blue. No? Parang last mm. week they weren't mentioning this, and then all of a sudden this week Johnny was everywhere, and then he was uh, suddenly pressuring the Miz about this weird secret. Na so apparently damaging. I don't know. So I don't know if this was a 
the plan all along or was this a recent twist that they thought of um, it does kind of feel weird but i i do admit that i am intrigued now gusto ko malaman ko ano yung ginawa ni miss i know yeah, what you did last summer vibes yeah it's entertaining to say the least although hindi ko alam kung bakit si johnny gargano yung yung i guess they needed to give him a new feud but no, Something Johnny and Dexter are connected from the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, there's that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think they have to mention that they haven't talked. Yeah. They haven't really explicitly mentioned that on commentary, right? Yon, yon, yeah. Because I, yeah, I forgot about it. So, parang hindi sila. It's it's relying again. It's a thing that we've talked about here before, way way back. It's relying on on the fact that people should know their shit coming in. Which alam natin na sobrang tagal na nun, people might have forgotten it. So that's that True. to me is where the problem is in the story. Kung hindi nila ma-explain mabuti na ito yung nangyari before and then they're using it as a building block to push the story forward, then it'll be a little confusing. However, because pinaalala niya sa akin, nagets ko na. But what about <laughs> everybody else who's watching the story? I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure NXT at least in the no, no, AEW no, no. dark. No, I, I think I think Johnny is gonna talk about it when he does the do the big reveal. But he's gonna do that I mean, next yeah, week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was teasing, uh, he was teasing it as Lobasi Arthur, which was yeah. still pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Part. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yun yung ano yun yung uh, next chapter for next week. Johnny drops the bomb. Uh, it's also interesting how Champa is also still involved here uh, because he is aligned with the Miz and then Champa. But there's that history with history with Johnny Gargano. But he is injured. And after Gargano referenced it on Raw this week, Champa confirmed on Instagram that he had to get surgery on a nagging hip injury, which had been causing him pain in his back and in his glutes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, it's Triple H, he'll be fine uh, when he comes back. Yeah, I mean, you know, Champa is a vet, he's been doing this what 15 20 years. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you know, your body's bound to really suffer some injuries at some point. He is no spring chicken, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, uh, let's cross over to the blue brand. And it looks like we met a different member of the Wyatt Six this past weekend because the Bray Wyatt that gave that show-closing promo a couple of weeks ago was more like the real uh, Wyndham Rotunda, right? And then this uh, version of Bray Wyatt that spoke to us from, from backstage in this very dimly lit corner, uh, he was talking about causing pain and how it, it was coming and it's uh, coming soon. So what did you think of this turn towards the creepy, especially a spooky season gets underway Chino I I like it because I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan however I'll be honest I'm still a little perplexed where they're going with this character because and I guess it adds to the mystique of Bray Wyatt this return because they can't present him as straightforwardly as they used to anymore they can't just book him as a monster they can't just book him as a cult leader now it has to evolve from that so that the character is updated with, with, with the current happenings. Right? So I guess, yeah, it's interesting. It still has me hooked at the very least. Yeah, uh, it, it really is the Sensui gimmick or the split gimmick, however you want to call it. And I don't know if we're going to be meeting a different member of the Wyatt Six every week. Is that the way to go, Ro? Uh, I mean, assuming that uh, this then okay. Lang. Um, 
I don't I, I do want to meet all the all of the all of the personalities. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like you know it's like meeting a new cast member every week. So uh, I want to see them all. I want to see them all. I want to see uh, I want to see who this Uncle Howdy is. Sana lang if they're really gonna go double down on, on DID here, they do it uh, classfully, gracefully. Instead think, of using um, it as a, yeah. a story arc, you know what I mean? Like, kasi parang it's a little, it's a little diminutive for for somebody to say that. Ah, okay, may DID pala siya, yun lang yun, <laughs> di ba? Parang it's a disease, eh, di ba? So parang kailangan nilang i-address yung fact na yun, other than just using it as a plot point. You know what maybe I mean? maybe it's not medical DID. Maybe it's just you know a supernatural version of it. Na uh, sinapian. Na, na sinapian siya, I guess yeah. so that it's not okay. schizophrenia. It's, it's just something that Bray Wyatt has because he's possessed or whatever. It's uh, maybe, exorcised at the end. <laughs> maybe maybe there's a mystical explanation that he has for it. So behind the man, magiging sensitive naman siya to those yeah. with mental issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I- I'm with Ro here, and I'm also super excited na you know ma- makilala natin yung other members of the Wyatt Six. Kung dito nga talaga papunta because you know Bray's been teasing the whole Wyatt Six kind of thing diyan on social media. So uh, if if all of these are to be believed, ba baka dun narin naman tayo papunta. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's stick with the Halloween theme and talk about Halloween Havoc, which was the premium live event we got over the weekend. Big picture stuff, guys. Uh, did you like Halloween Havoc? Did it move the needle for you? Let's start with Ro. Do you have the the new uh, sound effect? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I do. Would you like Can me you? to play it now, yes, sir? Yes, please play it. Okay, so uh, Ro has a word to describe Halloween Havoc. And that word is ma 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 Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. Um, okay, um, it's, it was okay. Uh, that, that main event, the triple threat main event, was really good. Ladder match was really good. Everything else, uh, it felt like the NXT version of Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view, the, pay- the premium live event. So... It was just aight because they pilitan siya ng mag stipulations for all the matches, and uh, I don't quite like that. So especially uh, uh, Apollo Cruz being N word taker, so that that was weird to me. <laughs> so uh, I liked it when they were just straight up wrestling in the ladder match and in the triple threat. So that was the best parts of the night for me. Yeah, it didn't really move the needle for me. It was just a thing that happened. It was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. I mean, tama si maganda yung main event. Uh, but it wasn't as, kumbaga, it didn't surprise me as much as I expected it would. So it was there. It's a, it is wrestling. It happened. That's, you know, <laughs> do I have to see it again? Do I, is it one of my top five? No. Can we highlight Glendale's comment here? He felt sad that what theory cashed in. What's the purpose of the cash in tease last week on NXT? Uh, the purpose of the cash in tease was really just to add more star power to the you know, to the NXT episode that went up against Dynamite last week. So that's pretty much it. You can say na mema siya, mema talaga siya, but um, it did get the people talking, so it kind of worked. 
Yeah, and we are getting more main roster stars going back to NXT, but right? just to, you know, for a cup of coffee, to have a quick feud, or to have a match or two. Uh, we saw that with our truth this week, but the Shotzi we had that with Sina Nakamura and everyone else last week. So um, I think we're going to be seeing more and more of that. Sayang lang because all of us did get excited about the idea that Austin Theory might actually cash in yeah. for the NXT Championship, and that, that didn't that happen. That to me was like the thing I was looking forward to the most. Just mm. like, eh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Agree, agree. Pansinin naman natin yung mga dubber gods ni Rongwa na <laughs> nagsaspeculate about the new gimmick that Rowan will come back with when he drops ASH. Pabalikin well, muna know, natin yung tao, guys. The, yung, yung gimmick na gusto ko for Rowan kasi I, I want him to graduate already is, you know, Dr. Rowan Camacho DMD. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's right. That is the man's dream. <laughs> and when he becomes a dentist, I will, you know, happily be his client kasi, you know... <laughs> Begin natin ng business yung ating cardaber cards. That's that's the gimmick, guys. That's the, that's the dream for him. That's that's what he is striving for. All right, uh, let's talk about Wesley here and let's congratulate the new North American champion. Well deserved. He was on our short list of contenders, actual contenders for the North American title. So uh, good for him. You know, having a bounce back uh, latter part of the year, especially after how you know his March, April, May, it really turned his world upside down. Yeah, good for the wrestler formerly known as Desmond X. I have been a fan of this dude since Lucha Underground and I like how they have given him the strap. They're really trying to reboot everything here. Trying to put a new face towards this division and I think no face would be better than West. Yeah. uh, There's a new running joke that the North American Championship is the uh, N-word something. I forgot what the A stands for. Championship. And I'm all for it, you know. I think it's a nice bounce back for the Wesley character because he's been through so much. Uh, he's emotional pa nga ni Shawn Michaels after the, after the match. Yeah. Uh, deserved naman. Um, Wesley has been turning in some pretty good matches, especially with the young, young bucks of the NXT roster. He's usually the better consistent performer uh, when he goes up against the rookies. So I think he deserves that accolade. Um, Melo can finally move up. He, his soul, is, his spirit is free to <laughs> us to reach the light of the main roster. You know, uh, I think it's about time then. Um, you know, well deserved man. So let's hope that. Well, a whole bunch of guys in that match deserve to win, but I think Wesley deserved that the most because of what he went through over the past year or so. Yeah, gusto ko lang balikan yung uh, binanggit mo, Ro, about the North American Championships history. Like half of the 17 people who've held the title, or the 17? 14 people rather. Yeah, there, there have been 14, 14 what? North American champions, but like half or more than half of them are actually black. From Carmelo Hayes to <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee, Ricochet... Yeah. Uh, Swerve. Ricochet right? is Latino. Oh, he's Latino. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Thank you for correcting me. Ricochet is not black. Uh, Leon Ruff, Wesley. So, yeah, you know, Velveteen Dream, all of them are black. So, like, half the list of North American champions are, are black guys. So, there. Yeah, good uh, for that. That explains the running joke. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
let's go to I know, let, let's go to the schism here. And we had a very interesting reveal for the fourth member of the schism, and that was Ava Rain. And she also made history in the process as the WWE's first ever fourth generation superstar. Uh, what did you think of this reveal, Chino? Given that you actually saw how her dad made his debut in the WWE way back when. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, let's go bloodline. Let's go. <laughs> Call her up. Let's go. Yeah. point to Chino also, at first they, they, they wanted to distinguish Solo Sikoa as you yeah. know being different. That's why they didn't really name him as an Uso or an Anuai. And then Bloodline din pala yung yung ano <laughs> yeah. Yeah, diba? So uh, it's only a matter of time, guys. Before it's only a matter of time. Baka, I mean, if you're gonna make Ava Rain a part of the Bloodline, you might as well bring Naomi in there as well. Give them a women's tag yeah, team rep. You, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, yes. Okay, that is a good point, but yeah. a separate point. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. si Ava Rain is still in play, so feeding ko pwede nilang gawin dito. Call everybody from the schism up. Have them feud with the Bloodline. Because Avery turns on them. Right? That's like a fantasy. Because eh, why book the rock's daughter to be part of a stable when the sta- when the stable really hasn't done anything? Still pretty, you know, still pretty mid-card level yung stable. Na to. Maybe they try something different here. Maybe they yeah. try and go for a title shot or whatever. Have them have some gravity. To, to their team. Pero at the end of the day, I feel like this is just a mechanism to give legitimacy to their first, fourth generation talent in the WWE. Edo, Ro, I, I, yeah. I gotta ask Sorry. you this because Sorry. she's a legacy, right? Like, she could have just debuted as Simone Johnson, but they had to name her differently. They had to christen her Ava Rain. Did you like this move and the move to put her in the schism instead of shipping her directly to the bloodline directly? Yeah, uh, a lot of things. Let's put up uh, Lance's comment here. Um, ito yung point talaga. So, I didn't mind Ava Rain changing her name. I didn't mind... Um, her being part of the schism, anything that saves that group from the midness of Joe Gacy is okay with me. Young Ava Rain thing, whole gimmick thing, they learned from the lessons of Rocky Maivia, which I said um, on TikTok and a whole bunch of places. Um, Rocky Maivia, they debuted him as a legacy character, very clearly on the nose legacy character. And I think that they kind of veered away from that if you notice guys like um bailey math bailey matthews what's his name charlie dempsey. charlie dempsey yeah charlie dempsey ariana grace who if you don't know is the daughter of santino morella uh you would have never known from the way they presented her See, so, solo sekoa solo sekoa yeah so they learned the lessons uh if you ride on, except for Dominic Mysterio, they didn't learn that lesson there. If you ride on the name of your ancestor, if you're uh, your parent or grandfather, grandparent, you, you usually end up a lot better in 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 wrestling in the business. So, okay, uh, if they debuted her otherwise, if she is very clearly, you know, the daughter of the Rock, people will see right through it more than they saw Ariana Grace as the daughter of Santino Morella. So if they did that, if they didn't give her this different gimmick, then I think she would have she might have gone down the Rocky the Rocky Maya Via route. I, I wouldn't say right away na, no, na just because someone debuts as a legacy character automatically they're gonna have a mid run. I mean look at Randy Orton, right? No, uh, no, Randy Orton they, wasn't like mid right away. No. 
No, I'm not saying that they will have a mid run. I'm just saying it's possible. And uh, I think uh, they also learned the lessons from her father, Talaga. So uh, you you can't just go in there be a smiley, a smiley Anawai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or well, Johnson. Uh, or Maivia. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're strapping her. If you do book her as a legacy, you are strapping her with, with the weight of being The Rock's daughter. The man who goes yeah, by yeah. the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Uh, pressure none to be able to live up to that. People are then going to expect the same level of promo work, the same level of brav- of bravado that The Rock projects. Don't anak me The Rock. Just like we expected that same level of flair from somebody like Charlotte, because for the longest time, she said, actually, Ric Flair, that's her whole thing. Right? So, that amount of pressure, I don't think, is beneficial to somebody as fresh and as novice a uh, talent as Simone, a.k.a. Avery. I get what you guys are saying here, and I think those are all valid points, especially the fact that we don't want to pressure young Simone Johnson into uh, bearing the weight of Dwayne Johnson's name. But we're also the same podcast that said last year when Braun Breaker made his debut, why aren't we calling him a Steiner? He looks like a Steiner, dresses like a Steiner, has sirens like a Steiner. Why isn't he a Steiner? Ah, uh, good point. So yeah, touche. Um, touche. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, pero at the same time, he, yung, yung, yung ganong klaseng booking, again, I'm gonna bring back Solo into the mix here. Hindi siya Solo Sekoa, diba? but they also booked him as an Anawai. He's part of the bloodline now. Diba? So parang, yes, it, but it also benefited Solo from, for, it also benefited Solo by, because they established his character before they brought him into the fold. In the same way that Braun Breaker was established as Braun Breaker before they started mixing him with the Steiners and the cameos that the Steiners do and involving his dad in storylines and whatnot. So feeling ko, meron siyang limit eh, that, that whole booking uh, family member into, the, into your character has its limitations. There are certain ways that it can exceed it can succeed, but those ways are very, very uh, limited. Oh, I'm gonna say that I'm just gonna fall back on the Maya v, the Rocky Maya via argument. I think they were really traumatized as a company by that, even on the on on the Rock side by that. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it was also the Rock suggestion. Now, wagshang maging you know, Simone, Simone Johnson, right? So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she if he told her to find a new name. Uh, I think there's a whole bunch of generational trauma from that moment, from that debut, from that run. So that's my argument, and I'm sticking to it. I mean, you know, The Rock hasn't even congratulated Simone yet on <laughs> social media. Yeah, so tweet. Yeah, so he's kayfabing it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, congratulations to Ava Rain, uh, Simone, uh, Simone Johnson. Uh, still a good moment. I, um, while I did point out the inconsistency naming tatlo, I actually do agree. I think it is it is good for her to be called Ava Rain, and I like the subtle nods and references during the Schism's promo. Na she was trying to find her identity. She wants to find her own family. Kaya siya nasa Schism. So yeah. there is still bits and pieces of it there, and you gotta yeah. appreciate the NXT audience for knowing who she was from the moment she took off the mask. I mean, she looks like The Rock. Come on. How can you not? Some other people might not have known. Casuals would not have known. 
Pero yeah, actually, know you know. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Diba? Pero tama to si Lance. Ang ganda ng stable nila. Because these guys are all legends in their own right. And yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, and for that to be uh, you one, know, the, the, the GYV is carrying that that group single handedly. Yes, double handedly. Uh, yeah, those guys are doing really good work. I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got some AEW business to talk about from inside the ring. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Time for us to get to the audio-only part of this week's podcast And ladies first style, let's start with Rhea Ripley And this week on Raw, she was a GIF She was viral on Twitter because she body slammed 290-pound Luke Gallows And we, we have to start hoping that this will pay off in some way, right? Like an intergender match involving Rhea Ripley Because it's like she's manhandling all these men Yeah, uh, if... if- you know, if you don't if you don't do the payoff with a match happening, then what is it all for? Because if they can't touch her because she's a woman, and despite the fact that she is obviously comfortable being very physical with the men, then but I'm, I'm weird though. So you're right; it has to leave there. Because you know, and I do hope that it opens the floodgates for other women wrestling men. It's not a Unconceivable thing We do that here All the time And we do The indies do it All the time In the US In the UK So it's just a matter Of people Finally accepting That this isn't Exactly the same As domestic violence Intergender matches Happen because The women consent to it Because it's not You know A totally Impossible thing If you understand The wrestling mechanics You'll know that these guys are safe workers, especially at this top caliber uh, of talent. They must be WWE, so they professional. Diba? So it's not like nagsasapan talaga sila for real. Because I feel like Teka, this current sige, sige. generation of females needs their present day, their modern day China here. Diba? Uh, a dominant female that other females can either be afraid of. Or look up to because China in her own, I don't know this might be before you guys, but China in her own right held her own against guys. She was the first female intercontinental champion. She was also just the person to break down all these barriers. And yes, I agree with Ro here that while I don't fully agree with Ro here, that lahat ng babae versus lahat ng lalaki all the time. No, no, no. Hindi naman lahat, pero that's not, you know, because I saw this in the mixed match challenge. Now, yeah. when you when they do intergender tag matches, ah, so yeah, oh. this is this weird rule now. Okay, when the Bawal. when the man tags out to the woman, dapat babae na yung yeah. Pero they do these they do this weird thing now. Okay, the woman gets to attack the man, but the man can't attack the woman because special rules, about yeah. special unwritten rules. So that's that's just a huge logic hole to me. 
Yeah, oh, get gets ko naman 'yon. Well, yes, uh, get ko yung part na 'yon. I still I still feel like si Rhea Ripley na yung dapat mag-take up ng mantle na 'yon. Eh. This dominant female that can break down barriers and divisions and and gender stereotypes. Hey, I I hear what you guys are saying and I actually agree with a lot of your points. Ang tanong ko lang, coming from the WWE side, how do you pitch that to advertisers, especially those who are more traditional in the way that they think? Kasi dito nga sa Pinas, we had a hard time getting advertisers to give the local promotions sponsorship money, yung mga networks to justify TV time. What more in the US where WWE had to really clean up the product, get rid of the blood, diba? go from, from, from TV 14 to PG 13 to get more sponsors. How do you now tell these same family-friendly sponsors na, oh hey, we're gonna have intergender matches now when they don't get the concept na but they consented to it. But these guys are safe. These are professionals. How do you justify that with people who don't understand the business but whose money that, you know, they really need or want? Honestly, Feeling, I just, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Gina. Uh, no, gusto no, go ahead. ko lang mag-pitch and say, feeling ko dapat hindi mo ang kawawa yung mga eh. This is like mm. the most important thing to remember here. Si Rhea Ripley, hindi siya mukhang kawawa. Yes. Far yes, from agree. it. Diba? Far from it. So, if you're going Going to uh, to involve an intergender match where the woman is painted as an underdog against a much larger man, then it's a different story. But when you look like Rhea Ripley, tapos kalaban mo yung mga Zelina Vega types. Shempre mo Zelina Vega in that same vein where Rhea Ripley, who is almost as tall as Luke Gallows, is able to body slam him. So pang important then na nakita mo na level playing field shape. So you're saying that someone like Zelina or Alexa Bliss or Roxanne Perez can never be in an intergender match? Hindi naman sa ganon. Pero gets mo important din na hindi sila mong kawawa in that situation. The advertisers need to believe that this is a legitimate match that can actually happen without it looking like na inuupakan lang nila yung babae. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You see what I'm trying yeah. to get at? Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. To me, I just say, just do it. Just do the thing. Na, just don't make it look like napilitan yung babae na, na mag-resting sa lalaki, makipag-away sa lalaki. Kasi if, if action shows and movies can have a girl fighting a guy, what's, this, what's the difference? Kasi it's sport because it's it's portraying sports. Uh, it's supposed to... Baka it's the idea na parang it's kayfabe. Not everyone still gets the idea of kayfabe. It goes back to what Chino says na wag mo kang kawawain, di ba? Wag mo kang ano, wag mo kang non-consensual. Like, have the women... Be active participants. Yes. Don't make them, don't make them helpless. Don't, again, don't make them look like they were coerced into fighting the men. Empower them. It, they don't have to be as big as Rhea or Raquel, diba? Just have them stand on their own two feet and just do it. Because you're never going to get them to understand it if you don't start doing it, diba? It's a matter of setting the expectation because if they did that with china and the whole bunch of other guys that china wrestled then what's to stop them because they 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 set that agenda with china so they were able to do it make political will and you know just do it and then see that they do it well that let them see that they're doing it well and i'm sure that eventually the tide will turn 
Yeah, I would argue pa nga na mas dangerous pa, and I say this with air quotes, when Lito's getting involved in the TLC matches at WrestleMania. Na, you know, the, uh, guys like Rhino and Spike Dudley were actually getting physical with her and throwing her onto ladders and stuff like that. Yeah. Diba? And that was the height of the WWF. Diba? That was the peak of their popularity. And so they, they were hot property at that time. So there's no reason that they couldn't, you know, set this agenda of these empowered women being able to be competitive with the men. Uh, sticking with the women here, let's go to NXT real quick and talk about Electra Lopez. So she's back. She's a single star, clearly no longer affiliated with Legado. And this is all after she and Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro left NXT alongside Santos Escobar. So it's the clear aftermath of Legado showing up alongside Zelina Vega on SmackDown. What do you think this means for Electra Lopez, Ro? I would love to see them explain why coach. <laughs> <laughs> after, after leaving NX, yeah. after leaving NXT, yeah. uh, yeah. oh, babaga na, uh, that's kind of sad. Um, I, I, get, I, lang pala siya. I get why they did it, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. I obviously they, they didn't think that she was experienced enough. I mean, you know, so again, more reps down at NXT. That's that's really what it needs. Really, more reps. Let's do this. Let's let's get her better. I don't know how they're going to explain it. If they are going to explain it, they probably won't. And I hope that she gets better. Because I do like her. I, she brings a nice look to uh, whatever roster she's in. And I hope that this setback is, you know, a good thing. A setup for her <laughs> comeback. Set comeback, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. You go, Chino. I mean, I hope they explain it first and foremost. Uh, I hope, I hope they... so, too clear it up because it, it desperately if they're just gonna act like nothing happened audience yes so this new era of Triple H understands this new regime of Triple H rather understands that hindi tanga audience nila, and they will demand answers and hopefully this returning Electro Lopez is able to provide those answers. And again, yes, you kung more experience yung kanya, more seasoning, then all for her, then go for it. Kasi it can only benefit. All right. Let's talk about the men now, this time on Raw. Elias also made a comeback last week. And this week, we see uh, we saw him get in the ring against Chad Gable. And made difference ba from the Elias that you know we saw and kind of started getting too used to and this Elias that came back post Ezekiel. It does look like he is wrestling the way Ezekiel he did as Ezekiel. So that's pretty cool. It helped that, you know, his opponent was Chad Gable, who was really good. So there's that. I hope I thought the drifter gimmick, the troubadour gimmick was kind of limiting. So I hope that he gets to achieve more things than what the original version of Elias had a ceiling with the bar. Yeah, I mean, you, you want the guy to get work, you want the guy to get stage time. So good for him. I, I can see what Rose was trying to say when he said uh, he was wrestling like Ezekiel. I do still like Drifter gimmick though. I don't know where this goes for him though. It's just a weird reintroduction point since it's been yeah. So so it's going to be interesting if they can really sustain this different angle to Elias. I mean, I trust this regime. I trust this 
creative team and their storytelling. So I think naman masusustain yung momentum ni Elias and I don't think we're gonna see him hit a wall anytime soon. At least I'd like to hope so. No. Eto, uh, over on AEW, we got a new story that's been brewing for a couple of weeks now and it's this tension between Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta. So it's kind of weird to see Guys on the same team fighting each other. It's not the it's not the first time we've seen it happen. But for a group of baby faces like Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta, where all they really want to do is fight and make each other better, biglang ito beef na sila. So, what do you make of this, Ro? This is really interesting. Uh, if it weren't for the fact that they kind of Niedemann dropped the ball, pero didn't really go all, didn't really fully commit to Daniel Garcia. I'm kind of wary of this, but you know, it's nice. It's a nice wrinkle. They're doing something with Wheeler with Wheeler Utah. So they're kind of doing the same thing to him for him that they did with Daniel Garcia, that they're adding more depth to his character. So there's that. They kind of put him on the back burner for a while after he joined the BCC. So I would like to see where this goes. Medjun Nagura cycle and feuds here, but you know, whatever works, works. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Ikaw, Chino, pabor ka ba sa mga ganito, yung mga intra-team feuds? I mean, they, didn't they try to do this with Daniel Garcia before? Tapos, na-work. I mean, they've been doing it since like the yeah, inner circle. Diba? Diba? So, <laughs> parang, again, bumabalik tayo dun sa earlier point ko na Tony Khan needs a new bag of tricks, man. Yeah. However, sure. I I do like that they're giving, giving Wheeler Utah a little bit more depth here. But Tony Khan, just, you gotta rework that playbook, boy. It's just, it's getting old. Baka kailangan lang ng, ng team of writers. I think or does, maybe that's the solved Yeah. I, th- I think he does, but he doesn't really listen to them too much. Like, I think he still is proud of the fact that he is a super smart that finally has his own sandbox of yeah. wrestlers to write about. I mean, he's got way more zeros than all of us combined mm. to bank yeah. account. Yeah, so I guess he can do whatever the exactly. hell he wants, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. There, that's going to do it for our audio-only portion of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next stream. My greetings pa ba tayo on Kumu? Yeah, just saying hey to Scumageddon, who has joined us late again. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, but I'm glad you could make it, man. Uh, medyo... Like how we have to call uh, him out for being late. <laughs> no, because no, last time he said he was late, so he's late again. Right. So he he apologizes for being late. Uh, our our connection is bad on Kumu, so I hope that people there are uh, still getting this, um, you know, just fine. But keep smashing those hearts. We are at three thousand four hundred likes. Uh, please keep sending us uh, stickers if you can. Please keep supporting and letting everyone know that you like wrestling talk on Kumu. All right, let's talk about that turn on AEW. Sobrang bilis, parang kaka-debut lang ng The Firm, and now they have turned on MJF. What's happening here? Ro? Uh, people are calling this a red herring. Uh, if our uh, patron Emil was on here tonight, he would say that it was a red herring. Now that they mention it, um, I'm kind of inclined to think so as well because uh, all of this could be just a ploy for, you know, for MJF to make us let our guard down and then he's going to turn heel all of a sudden at full gear. So the thing here for me is that if it is a red herring, then it's going to look so, so bad. Again, because one, they just did this with Daniel Garcia a few weeks ago. 
uh, after teasing a big face turn. Diba? And then they're going to do the same for MJF, who also has a huge organic base of support from the crowd, who wants to just really cheer for him and see him uh, do his thing like The Rock. So um, it's the second straight time that Tony Khan is playing with people's heads and feelings. So I know Chino doesn't think much of him anymore. And if this does happen the way I think or the way I fear it's going to happen, then I'm going to be inclined to agree with you here. Yeah, Tony Khan does not know what he's doing. He's just like, <laughs> say, he, he, again, Babalik Titan's a Charlie Day meme of him writing on a chalkboard. You know what I'm saying? He's just going back to the same play. And then if it doesn't work, magtataka Because he doesn't know why people don't understand kung bakit hindi nila gusto yung product niya ngayon. He doesn't understand why the things don't work out in his favor anymore. It's just, it's ridiculous at this point, honestly. Uh, uh, Aaron says, are we just going to believe that MJF is suddenly honorable? I mean, like, you know, character development. I need man bawal ang character development sa wrestling. Like, he's not so honorable per se. He's still a dick. It's just that people like the way he's being a dick <laughs> no, no, no. now, kind of like no, The no, Rock. No. He is also displaying some character growth, if we are to believe it. Diba? He he got called up by William Regal. He suddenly decided to cash in ahead of full gear. So those things are evidence of some growth happening if it is true. So it's not impossible. But if if Triple H can, you know, be open to the idea of CM Punk coming back, then character growth, character development is not impossible in wrestling. Ako, honestly, it doesn't do the character of MJF justice if they keep making him do this Face ako, oh, di pala. Because it's, no. again, it's the same thing presented over and over again. And it doesn't allow the, the wrestler behind MJF to show more of his depth, diba? Yeah. So parang uh, kung ako, kung ako si Tony Khan, kung gagawin mong face yan, gawin mo ng face. Huwag mo nang sabihin na face ka pero hindi pala. Because it's just, it's the same thing. We've seen it before. We want something else. Ro, I know you said that MJF has this organic support for him to turn babyface, but as a really deplorable heel since his debut <clears throat> debut in uh, AEW, I'm still waiting for that moment of comeuppance and I feel like MJF hasn't had it. Yung parang talagang he'll hit rock bottom and then people will start organically feeling sympathy for this guy for him to turn babyface. Didn't that really happen when CM Punk beat him? Did people like, really feel sorry for him? Because people were still cheering no, for Punk weren't. and people still liked Punk. Yeah. I mean, he, they weren't feeling sorry for him, but he did hit rock bottom, right? So, uh, I don't know. Parang wasn't that like a turning point for him? He left for a while. And then, right? he, he got the strawberry Wardlow, right? Uh, he yeah. got the strawberry Wardlow, then he left for a while. Then when he came back, oh, people suddenly love him again because they missed his, uh, his really entertaining promos. Yeah, I guess I, I I guess you could say that. Yeah. Um I uh siguro mas traditional na come up and sang hinahanap ko na you know, he really gets humiliated, really no, I mean, uh, he got humiliated has egg twice. on his face. That, that was like two times he got really uh he he took huge L's, diba? I I think uh that was enough for for fans to suddenly or not even suddenly but to get behind him again. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair, that's fair. Uh but yeah, um I'm I'm going to repeat something I said a couple of weeks ago and I I just really don't uh, 
think we can buy MJF as a baby face yet. Maybe yung anti-hero lang siya talaga. Because uh, he still does, yeah. you know, still does dickish things like the John Moxley mocking, uh, making fun of Renee Paquette, all of these things that you wouldn't expect your traditional baby face to actually do. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like a full clear cut goody two shoes baby face. And you know, man, uh, suddenly good guy like John Cena. It's just you know, Black Adam, uh, an anti hero. Yeah, Cena is like uh, more. You know, Black Adam, but more towards the Rock, right? Yeah, the yeah. The Rock the still guy. trash talks, right? <laughs> the, the Rock still trash talks, uh, but at yeah. the same time, he's also still a face, and people still yeah. cheer for him. True. Because Cena is like that potential to MJF. He's that uh, part of the pun electrify. Uh, let, let's acknowledge Julian's comment here Credit to Renee Paquette For not breaking character And you know Just really uh, Reacting well Towards MJF During that entire interview I, I really love Renee's edition here Can we credit Renee Paquette For being the Most take no shit uh, Backstage interviewer That they have Like not even Tony Schiavone Gets that kind of Sass and authority Over the rest Yeah of she, she is the <laughs> Mackenzie Mitchell Of AEW I still think Mackenzie Is the gold standard Here here, guys Because she's been doing it For, for longer Than Renee has uh, In terms of like Taking no shit From people uh, But yeah I would say Renee Sets the bar In AEW For sure uh, uh-huh. Like if we did a power rankings of their interviewers, Renee's clearly number one. Then Shavani, Marvez, and uh, Lexi Nair can all have a triple threat for number two. All right, uh, let's talk about the elite being teased on AEW. Kanina, there was a quick little vignette, mga thirty seconds, where parang nasatano sila out of uh, out of AEW. And I think this is the first indication we have of the elite finally coming back since the uh, incident at Brawl Out. Yeah. Uh... In acknowledgement today, so it probably means that they're about to come back soon. So I guess they won in that, in that, uh, in that. What well, about point today? No, no. <laughs> yeah, clearly uh, they're not fired. Punk doesn't get to go back yet, so they get to come back. So I guess they they win. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would be congrats, Mister Valpointilla, <laughs> but does it really solve anything? I don't know. <laughs> Yes, good for you, Elite. You're still there. But does it really resolve anything? I mean, update, what do you want to resolve, Chino? I mean, nag-update ba sila dun sa kaso? Did they get, are, are there going to be repercussions for their actions? Since they, involved they, they, sila sila. Uh-huh. they lost their titles, dude. Yeah, that, that's a big repercussion, and, I think. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just I... I'm just not a fan of people of things just going back. But parang walang nangyari. No, we don't. We don't know that yet. We don't. Oh, we don't know. Yeah, okay. so I mean, they early. could be bound by legal issues, de ba? Kaya di pa nila pwedeng disclose. Yeah, pwede, de ba? I mean, I might be jumping the gun here. Diba? So if the if the lead come back, it'd be good for them. It's just you know, it's just I want to wait and see what they have to do first. Uh, good point here from from Roman J. Now it would be awkward if and when the AEW video game comes out and CM Punk is front and center. <laughs> well, they have time to change the the packaging. I think we don't we don't even have a release date yet. So yeah, uh, yung yung graphics. Then again, it could be a Kyrie Irving situation from NBA 2K18 where he was in a Cavs jersey but he'd been traded to Boston. So <laughs> that eh, could also happen. Eh, pa set. Release date is. So it's not like NBA 2K That is coming That comes out every September right? Yeah Any other thoughts That you guys want to talk about From this week's uh, Dynamite uh, We'll cover it In the audio only portion Where we talk about A whole bunch of uh, Assorted topics Yes Alright 
Sige, sige. So we have a lot of other stuff to talk about in the audio only if you're catching us on the live stream or on Kumu tonight. Then uh, we're going to talk about Rhea Ripley, Elias, Electra Lopez, and this Blackpool Combat Club beef. In the meantime, it is time for us to get to our picks of the week. You guys know the drill. Tigisa lang ah, for everybody. Pati kami. So I'm going to start with mine and my one pick is that NXT segment where Wesley opens up about the North American Championship out comes Grayson Waller and then it goes off the rails when R-Truth came out because I was highly highly sports entertained great stuff I love (laughs) R-Truth All right, my pick of the week is uh, Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson. Uh, so a whole bunch of fun. You, you can hate Sammy Guevara, but you know I can't deny that that guy is fun to watch in the ring. Unfortunately, uh, my pick goes out to Black Adam. Um, it's not as bad as the critics are saying. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Bad. Hey, it was fun. It's, I liked it. Was it. Pretty it's fun. I liked it as well. To say it's been it's being critic uh, cri- uh, critic bombed. Uh, so parang review bomb. There we go. So uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. So go see it. I mean, magiba na daw yung face and power structure ng DCEU. Hopefully it is true because I am a DC fan. But yeah, go yeah. see it. You get that. Yeah, like I mean, you know, superhero it, movies. Yeah. It, it is still a superhero <laughs> movie, so there will be some cameos yes. that will make you pop. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yes. All right, let's get to the comment section. Julian picks the Bray Wyatt promo from SmackDown. Leo picks uh, AEW Claudio Castagnoli one man show. Albert picks R Truth's TV time. Admin Angelo and then R Truth. Aaron picks th- that one NXT <laughs> fan for dodging Von Wagner's ladder. Jesus Christ. Uh, it was so easy to avoid, you know. Hindi ba siya marunong magtanggal ng ladder? So pinatakot ako for that fan. Yeah, tita that pa like, siya. Yeah, she was know, a tita. I'm like, yeah, oh being, being in the business, the one thing you need to follow is to not hurt the fans at all. Like, dude, watch watch out for the fans. <laughs> that could have been a lawsuit. Oh yeah, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. Emil picks Renarita versus Ishii from NJPW. Bruce picks Mustafa Ali versus Austin Theory. Roman J uh, agrees with Black Adam. Uh, Glendale, yes. Liv Morgan getting her Chucky kill moment. Uh, that's that's a good pick. Sakumu, meron ba? Yes, Nietzsche picks the Kabayan that flex that, that showed the Filipino flag every ten seconds. A dynamite salute, sir. Lupang hinirang <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it's not even the first time that the Philippine flag has been very much visible on an episode of Dynamite. Like the two a- Arthur Ashe Stadium shows that they've held, oh, there, there's been a Pinoy yeah. there. So yeah. I don't know what is it with the Pinoy fans that attend Dynamite, but good for you, I guess. Uh, well, we don't know experience in the Philippines. Represent, <laughs> no, I, you don't know if they are an apologist, but representation, you know, uh, they just want to be acknowledged. And we like the people acknowledging, you know, uh, the Filipinos on the show. Yeah. Ito, last pick of the week. Miki Canillo picks Shotzi, Ate Shotzi, hosting Halloween Havoc for the second time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Sobrang creative then that she actually had two costumes for a two hour show or yeah. three hour show. So good for you, Ate Shotzi. All right. Um, any plugs as we get out of here? Chino, what's going on in your end? Yes. So a few things. I have a new episode out. Oh, the Class Clown podcast. My guest for this week is professional race car driver Milo Rivera. So talk about all motorsports things. Also, I have a show this Saturday, October 29, uh, Eagles Point, Eagles 
Point Metro Walk. That's where it is. Oktoberfest with me, GB Labrador, Andrew Bernard, a whole bunch of others, amazing stand-up comedians. But really, the thing that I want to put out there is that my first hour is available on video on demand. Thecoolpals.com slash stand-up comedy. You can find it there for as low as 350 pesos. Wow. You know, may one-time viewing na kayo, and you get to see what I've been working on for the past 14 years. Kesana support in that endeavor. For all of that, you can just check out my link three, linktr.ee slash chino supersized. All right. How about you, Ro? Um, please uh, read my articles on multisport.ph. Uh we talk. I talked to this uh, bodybuilder who qualified for Mr. Olympia. That's the highest uh, level wow. of competition in wow. pro bodybuilding. He's the first ever local Filipino to make it. Um, please read that. And there's another big article coming up tomorrow. Please stay tuned for that. And um, please uh, support local wrestling. Uh, if you can, please uh, sign up for uh, MWF's uh, gank page for only $10, $10, whatever that's worth now. You get access to um, the late, the recent the, the recent episodes and future episodes of Action Novela TV. And also, if you haven't gotten your tickets for Noche Buena happening on December 11, you can get that now at TicketToMe.net. Not only do you get access to Noche Buena, you also get access to the next um, to the next Action Novela taping happening on November uh, 16, I believe. Uh, I believe that's uh, 14. Sorry, 13. But uh, sorry, 13 is the date. Getting my dates mixed up. Yeah. Uh, also, please follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. We have been churning out content that you are likely to be entertained by. So please support us as we try to become TikTok famous. Uh, for me, all I'm plugging right now is the radio show First thing in the morning on 99.5 Play FM uh, We're giving away a lot of uh, prizes every week And it's really the first time that Every week my giveaway kami, uh, First time in my 12-year career that I'm experiencing this So I want to share that with you guys here on the podcast If you want to win uh, mga concert tickets Or uh, whatever we have up for grabs Then go ahead and tune in 7 to 10 a.m. on weekdays Alright, uh, on that note We're gonna head on out of here We'll catch you again next week For another live stream Thank you so much to everybody Who caught the show Whether it's the audio-only version Or here on Kumu Or on Facebook Maraming maraming salamat Please don't forget to leave us A 5-star rating on Spotify And follow us individually At Monday Night Rowan At Sheena Supersized At Rowiswar And at underscore Stancy Huge thanks to Babyface producer Mike For uh, displaying the slides here Behind the scenes And to the rest of the podcast network Network Asia team for all of the work that they do. Thank you to our patrons, listeners, subscribers, and streamers. On uh, on behalf of Romaran and Shino Liao, my name is Stancy, reminding everyone to stay safe, keep your masks on if you want to, and get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. Happy birthday, Nikai. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Nikai. Happy birthday, Nikai. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>